Welcome everyone to the next episode of the Light of Life podcast. I'm your host, Naomi, and today I'm here with Tiffany. Tiffany, would you like to introduce yourself? Of course. Thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Tiffany. You can call me Tiff or Tiffany. A lot of people call me Tiff, but um, I'm from uh, San Francisco Bay Area. I'm 34 years old, and I was diagnosed at birth with cystic fibrosis and had a double lung transplant. Thank you, Tiffany. And yes, thank you so much for coming on and um, spreading awareness about cystic fibrosis. Um, my first question for you is, is cystic fibrosis a condition you're born with? Yes, um, it is genetic. So both of my parents had a gene. They were a carrier. So that gives, I think it's 25% chance of having a child with cystic fibrosis. And that was me. <laughs> and um yeah so a lot of people are born or diagnosed at birth but some people are actually diagnosed within the first three years um and then others with like more mild cases can be um diagnosed later in life wow wow yeah so um my next question is um what exactly is cystic fibrosis so cystic fibrosis is a lung and digestive disease. Um, what happens is there's a um, mucus that develops um, in the lungs and basically bacteria likes to harbor there because we cannot um, make a watery mucus because of this uh, protein called the cystic fibrosis transmembrane regulator. It's mutated so that um, there's no chloride ions going into our lungs. And um, that mucus becomes super sticky and it stays in our lungs. And that bacteria stays there too, causing infections to keep repeating. And with every infection comes a um, um, irreversible scarring and that irreversible scarring causes your lung function to slowly like go down over the years mm -hmm. and um, causing you not to breathe very well. And with the digestive system, it's basically the kind of the same thing um, where the digestive enzymes are supposed to be released, it's scarred up there. So we don't release digestive enzymes so we cannot digest our own food. So we have to take um, artificial enzymes to eat. So it also, um, there's a lot of other organs that it does play in part with, um, but uh, it just depends on your severity and your gene and all that stuff. Wow. Wow. Um, and you uh, received a lung transplant. Uh, when your lungs began failing and you were told you needed a lung transplant, uh, how did you feel hearing that? Um, it was very, uh, it was a very scary feeling, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, I had gone to a normal cystic fibrosis clinic um, and I was all by myself. I didn't have anyone. Sometimes my mom would go, sometimes my friends would go. But that day, everybody was working or they were just too busy. So um, I went there and my doctor sat me down and we had never talked about a transplant prior. So when she said, hey, 
I think we need to uh, evaluate you for a double lung transplant because your lung function is not going over 30% and it's been a while. Um, I just was like really shocked. Um, I didn't know what to think. I was just like, okay, what do we need to do? And I held back like tears and stuff in front of her because I wanted to put on this like strong face and be like, okay, we got to do this. But in the back of my mind, I was like, oh no, basically you're telling me I'm dying and I need this to survive. And um, the nurse came in after, because I think my doctor was like, you're going to need to go in there and help uh, be with her. So then I just like broke down and, you know, it was just like a very surreal moment. Like, this is what CF is doing to me. It wants to kill me. And this is the last resort kind of thing. And I'm there. And I was 23 at the moment. I think I was 23 years old. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really tough um, to be told um, that there may only be like one option to save your life. I totally understand that. Um, Has your perspective changed on your cystic fibrosis? Um, on your cystic fibrosis due to your lung transplant? Um, I think it's always been, I think when I was younger, I didn't understand the severity of cystic fibrosis as much as I did when I got older. And I think I just thought, okay, I have like a little bit extra obstacle. I go to the hospital maybe once to twice a year. I have to get a tune up, you know, it was like, okay, I'm fine. But then when I got a, got news I needed to transplant, I knew I was getting sicker. But um, and my when I was born, my prognosis was um, I wouldn't live past 18 years old. And I didn't, I kind of don't, I don't really know what I thought. I was just young. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go live my life, you know. Once I got my transplant and um, had this new lease on life, I kind of knew there needed to be a lot more awareness for not only cystic fibrosis, but for organ donation, because I did wait a long time for lungs. And normally you wait probably six months to a year, but Mm -hmm. I waited almost three years. And that had to do with my size. I'm a small, I'm a small girl. I am almost five foot. I um, have a very, um, I have the universal blood type, whatever. And it was just like a lot to find someone that was perfect Mm -hmm. for me. So I knew like some people don't, aren't stable enough to wait that long. So there needed to be a lot more awareness and for both cystic fibrosis and organ donation. So I kind of make myself, do as much as much as I can for both. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for uh, talking about organ donation. It is uh, really important. And um, to everyone listening, you know, um, you know, you know, if you register to become an organ donor, uh, you can save up to eight lives. (laughs) It's incredible. You can, and it's weird because I didn't know a lot about organ donation. Um, I think I had 
in freshman freshman year of high school, Donate Life came and talked because we were about to be 16 or whatever it was to yeah. um, so get your driver's license and you have that little sticker say I'm a donor and I didn't really that's the only education I ever had and I feel like it's so much more important to be talking about that every year mm -hmm. especially when you're like 16 17 18 years old and in college too um I mean it should be talked about everywhere but like when you're in those like young more developing um in your brain and stuff I think it's so important to put that in someone's brain. Like, hey, if you're deceased or if you're living, you can still save someone's life. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. I hear you can also donate blood. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can donate. Living donors can do blood, bone marrow. They can oh, do... Wow. Um, yeah, um, there's why kidney, mm -hmm. liver, liver. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then I'm sure some other stuff that I'm just forgetting, but it's incredible. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you know, when there's just like your biggest organ of your body is your skin too, and burn mm -hmm. victims need skin. So mm -hmm. it it's crazy to think like you can give so much, and you don't even know it, and you might think, oh. I can't be an organ donor because that's such and such, but honestly, you can sign up to be an organ donor and mm -hmm. when you're deceased or if you're wanting to donate blood or something, you can go in that moment and ask. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then like when you're deceased, they check. So it's like, yeah. why not just sign up? Yeah, absolutely. You know? uh, uh, everyone, um, everyone can absolutely uh, sign up to be an organ donor. Um, uh, uh, despite the health history, um, absolutely, um, everyone can sign up to be an organ donor. So, um, thank you so much for talking about that. It's so important. <laughs> mm -hmm. Of course, yeah, it's really important to keep talking about it and keep it in people's minds. Yeah, because I've changed a lot of people's minds um, after having a mm -hmm. double lung transplant and talking about it. I've had a lot of people send me messages saying, "Hey." I never wanted to be an organ donor. I never thought about really doing it until I met you. And wow. you changed my mind. And that's so powerful. And it makes everything that I do and, like, that I've gone through, like, it's just been um, worth it. Wow, that is really powerful, Tiffany. You can have yeah. such a great impact on people like that. That is so powerful. Yeah. And then you can save lives that way. So mm -hmm. it's important. Absolutely. You can do a lot of good for the world by saving lives. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Um, my next question is, um, so I understand like with a transplant, uh, one of the biggest risks is rejection. Um, did you ever experience rejection with your new lungs? Uh, knock on wood, I have not. Um, I've had a little bit of, um, so I've had my transplant seven years ago in November and in November is the first time I've actually been hospitalized for my lungs since then. Um, I actually had, um, an infection kind of just like I had, um, before my transplant and, um, it's been a 
long road since then. I've been in the hospital about three times. Um, and we've done bronchoscopies, which is where they go in to the uh, lungs and check them out and take biopsies and samples to check for rejection. Thankfully, they have not come back with rejection. Um, but um, it's always something in the back of my mind, and it is a scary thing. Um, but I've been very fortunate um, the past seven years. So I just continue doing all my medicines. And um, that's what we have to do is take anti-rejection meds to help that not happen. And we take a, a good amount of pills. I mean, I kind of I switched from doing breathing treatments and best therapy and oxygen to doing pills instead which I'll take any day. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Is there anything else you would like to share? Um, I just think that it's important to go register to be a donor. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me or you can reach out to your local donate life or mm -hmm. there's also unos and unos is where um they do all the organ allocation um that's where like when i was um getting listed i got my score from them which is a zero to 100 score meaning like zero you're too healthy to get a transplant 100's like you need it right now so mm -hmm. They give you a score, you put in like your demographics, your um, lung function, your quality of life, your um, blood type, all these things are put into it and it gives you a score to see where you are. Um, and they have a lot of information on their website um, for about organ donation and how it works. Um, but yeah, I just think it's important to just get the word out um cystic fibrosis always needs um some advocates so if you uh there's a lot of walkathons there's a lot of events that you can go to and um two of the great um foundations are the boomer sison foundation and the cystic fibrosis foundation amazing foundations that have a lot of information and there's a lot of place um ways you can um be an advocate and help out Wow, thank you so much, Tiffany. Uh, yes, uh, organ donation, uh, becoming more involved in the community, uh, learning more about cystic fibrosis is so important for awareness. And uh, thank you so much for sharing your story. <laughs> yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me on. This has been so fun and it's so nice to meet you. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so nice to meet you too, Tiffany. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, thank you.